Okay. Now we got Santa. Yeah, is he coming in or is he? I don't know. Open the door, Kent. Let's see. If, I don't know. Okay. Santa's here. Santa is here. Santa is here. Hi, Hi. I'm Pete. I'm Pete. I'm Santa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special holiday edition of the Nordy Pod. You know, we were just talking about it. And you remember, like, way back when, when everything about holiday somehow became about being on ice. So maybe we should have the Nordy Pod on ice. Although I don't know how that translates for a podcast, but uh, it harkens back to a different day. Anyway, I'm Pete Nordstrom, president of Nordstrom, and your host for this podcast. Join me as I take you on a jolly old journey through our company during the most wonderful time of the year and introduce you to many of the talented people that make Nordstrom come to life for the holidays. So as part of our holiday spectacular, we're trying to touch a lot of bases with what happens here at Nordstrom during the holidays. And frankly, it's a lot. So we're going to hear from a variety of different leaders, from events, to visual, to department managers, to give you a full 360 view of all the things we do to give our customers a memorable holiday experience. We're even going to pull Santa up out of his chair to hear about his experience coming to Nordstrom to meet with children of all ages. And I gotta tell you, it's a huge competitive advantage having the real Santa, and we got him. We've got a lot of fun and even kind of bizarre stories from past holiday seasons. So grab a cup of hot chocolate or eggnog or whatever it is that you drink here during the holiday season and a warm blanket and cozy up for some good old holiday fun the Nordstrom way. All right, so I'm really happy to have Jen Churchill here, and she's responsible for events. And I'm going to let Jen explain that a little bit, and maybe you can give us a little bit of your history and how long you've been at Nordstrom and all that. Sure. So next year actually will be my 20th year at Nordstrom. Is that right? Yeah. Now, i got to say this about you, and it came up the other day when we were in New York. Is our first time I met you, you were the young woman wearing a credit card dress. Yeah. Because And you would come to store <laughs> openings, right? That's right. And we were trying to open accounts. And so you walked around in a dress made of credit cards. I sure did. Yeah. That was... <laughs> That, those were humble beginnings to your career. You but, know, uh, but actually, I it had was a, effective. It, it was, <laughs> even before that, the year that I graduated from college, my first kind of real job at Nordstrom was that I was the Santa Lane manager. You were? I was. Here downtown? Here in downtown. It really catapulted my career <laughs> in marketing. You've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And yeah, I, I've, I've done various jobs um, in marketing, of which I spent a little bit of time in loyalty marketing, and that's when I wore the credit card dress. I spent some time in the stores as well as in merchandising. And now I'm back in marketing and I support events. So what is the breadth of stuff of different events that you do? Like, you know, for example, Santa Lane's here. Is that yeah. something that you help support? Yeah. So we work closely with Paige's team. To, so for visual. Yeah, okay. We work closely with visual to kind of erect Santa Lane. And that operation is handled by the store one team, our, our downtown Seattle store. Yeah. And hundreds, thousands of customers will go through oh, Santa yeah. Lane this year. 
and get their pictures taken with Santa. So which that's will be one amazing. thing. And then we do things like Santa breakfasts in different stores, right? Is that something you guys do too? Absolutely. So we actually, we're really proud this year that every single one of our full line stores is getting at least one Santa breakfast. And actually they're called the holiday breakfast okay. because we celebrate all holidays. Have we had a few already? Yeah, we've had, we actually have executed, I think over a hundred this past weekend. And, and how they go? They were great. I actually attended with my son to yeah. the event in our Bellevue store. How was um, it? It was awesome. The yeah. food was great. Santa was great. Santa even read a story. He did a magic show. It was very, very festive. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. <laughs> so there's all these different events. And I was just with you in New York uh, this last week yep. where we had an event. So maybe you can talk about that as another example of the things you do. Yeah, for sure. We're really excited about this one. So this year, as part of our celebration in New York, we are sponsoring Woman Rink, which is the ice rink in Central Park. Um, Woman Rink is an iconic, it's the Home Alone ice rink that is in the, the movie Home Alone. Right. We shut the rink down for a private event. We invited about 1,500 people to come across So you mean customer, like customers and stuff? Customers, no. influencers, media, celebrities, um, and about 800 folks showed up. Did you get celebrities? We sure did. All right. Brooke Shields came, Katie Holmes oh, came. Oh, I met her when we opened the store. She's really nice. Yeah, she's definitely a friend of the brand and loves coming to our events. Yeah, she's nice. So we had the party last week, but as part of the sponsorship, we have what is called the Nordstrom Chill Lounge. So if you upgrade your ticket to a Premier Pass, instead of being out in the cold when you're resting from skating, you can actually go into the Nordstrom Chill Lounge. Maybe we should call it the Warming Hut rather than the Chill oh Lounge. Gosh. Maybe people would want to actually get warm. <laughs> um, so in the Nordstrom Chill Lounge, Pete, um, it, it, it actually is really, it's, it's fun because it looks very similar to our Santa Lane, which is here in our downtown Seattle store. So it feels like a little bit of Nordstrom in the iconic woman rink. Yeah, that's good. So Jen, I can only imagine that someday when you write your book about your career at Nordstrom and doing events, that there's going to be some stories that um, are going to be in that book. So what is the story that kind of jumps to mind for you that was kind of a funny story? So when I was a Santa Lane manager, you know, people bring their kids to get their pictures taken with Santa. But kids could also be like, they could come in the form of like an animal, Right. Because they want. Well, all but the... that's not a kid. That's an animal. That's well, that's a pet. their kid. OK, got it. So there was this woman <laughs> who had brought her two gigantic Bernese mountain dogs to Santa Lane. And mind you, at any given day time is usually like a two hour wait. Yeah. A lot of people waiting in line. Uh, yeah. Because they want to get their picture taken with Santa. So anyways, they, this woman finally, you know, with her husband and her two gigantic dogs, make it into the castle. But it's been a really long time since these folks have been waiting in line. And so the Bernese Mountain Dog thought it was a really great time to go to the bathroom. Have you seen, like, the feces of a Bernese Mountain Dog? No, but it's a big dog. Correct. And, you know, Santa is miked. Right. So you can hear Santa in the outside of the store. So he said, oh, shit. no pun intended. So, yeah, that was really fun. Then the Santa Lane helpers had to like. Which was me. Yes. Had to pick up the poop. Yeah. Because, I mean, what do you do? Like, the people are waiting in line. And, of course, <laughs> housekeeping was there when they got there. But It's a joyous holiday celebration. It really is. It really is. And not, so, and probably not in the job description either, was it? Was it was not. Uh, but, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. And yeah. the poop needed to be picked up. It did. 
So we had that experience. Did you build it in a contingency plan now that you run the whole Santa Lane operation for the company in, in the event that we have the uh, pet you know, Pete, I, fa- I have failed to come up with a contingency plan, but in 2023, okay. that will be a part of the Make Merry plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, look, at, that was great. I appreciate you taking time out of the busy holiday to come up here and talk to me in my office, Jen. Thanks so much. And if no one else is going to thank you for your hard work for this time of year, let it be me. Thanks so much for what you do. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. All right, so now that we've got a little scope on the kind of events you can expect at our stores during the holiday season, let's turn it over to Paige Boggs, who heads our visual department. Paige is going to give us a little insight into exactly how much work goes into literally transforming the store overnight. So Paige, we heard your voice before back in the mailbag episode, but we're glad to have you back now again to talk about Holiday and your role as leading visual in all our stores. So welcome back. Thank you. So Paige, can you talk a little bit from your perspective and visual, what you guys do to make our stores come to life during the holidays? Yeah, absolutely. So it starts earlier than you think, even if it's a little bit invisible, but really the main thing is transitioning the store overall, like posturing up coats, getting warm, you know, cold weather stuff, you know, get the customer's mindset in the transition of the goods. And then music and pure store decor transition on Black Friday, which I still feel very proud of us as a company that we kind of wait to do all of that. And I think it matters to a lot of people, but kind of- Okay, well, let's let's stop on that one because I think a lot of people might not really understand this, but we have forever- as long as I've been as around, I have I this policy here. that we do not decorate for the holidays until after Thanksgiving. Correct. And I got to tell you, of all the things that we do, I, we may get more positive feedback about that than anything. Is, is that been your experience too? Totally. And I think, you know, we used to even say, and it still sits with me today, is like we celebrate one holiday at a time. And I think in today's world, people appreciate, you know, let's get through Halloween let's have Thanksgiving, it's fall, let's have Christmas. And I think, you know, we can get the customer's mindset ready to buy gifts now if they want, but then really turning everything on overnight in our stores and having people come in literally in one day and see the store transformed, not only the customers, but the employees, it's just a huge boost. I mean, employees are so happy. Magically, they come in and they're like, oh my God, it's Christmas, like automatically on Friday. And I think it kind of gets them in the mood to help customers. So it's kind of a real feel good thing. And I think it's great. Yeah. All right. So Paige, as you think back about your experience over the years and internally, how we all work together during this time and the spirit of what goes on there. Like, do you have memories of holidays and kind of what it means to you? I mean, do you enjoy that time of the year or is it just exhausting because of all the work or how is it for you and your team to see it through and see all the customers come in? It is actually an exciting time. And it's when you're a visual manager or you work in visual, you probably think of your life in holiday installs, you know, like every, that's when you reassess your life when you're coming up and you're like (laughs) two weeks out, you're like, this is my 11th time doing this. You can do it. But you, I think you feel superhuman after you change an entire giant store overnight, you feel like you can do anything. So once you do it once, you know, you can do it again and you know, it's always going to happen. They're like, what if we don't finish? We're like, it always gets finished. Okay, so, but, but, but you need to talk about that. So while everyone else is at home having Thanksgiving, yeah. what happens with visual? Well, 
you know, you do a big push. You get in there. Some people do an overnight shift starting at like when the store closes till three in the morning. And then we have some teams who do pure Thanksgiving day, like start at seven in the morning. Yeah, because we're closed Thanksgiving. So you guys come in here and do it there. Yeah. So, you know, typically you go through the range of emotions. You're super pumped and you have the big push and you get like all the hard stuff done first. And then you, you hit a wall, you get tired, you know, there's like a dinner break or whatever you eat. Then everybody gets a little loopy. You know, it's like laughing for no reason. Can't stop laughing. People get tired. You start and then it's like a big wrap up and you push through and but you really get over it super fast because there's so much adrenaline that it just pushes you through. Um, And even my longest installation, which I think I've been on almost 22 hours before at South Coast Plaza, like wait, wait, you were were in the store for 22 straight hours, like on the curb outside thinking about life and just like the sun is coming up and you're like, I have to drive home. I don't know if I'm actually awake enough to drive home. Um, but it's all of those are really good experiences. Like when you say it, you're like, Ugh. they're all you remember them all and you laugh so hard. I can remember every single anniversary or holiday install where you were leaving, just going another day, check it off. And then you just get revitalized when you see how happy people are in the store on Friday. So it would be it will be something that I miss when I don't do it anymore. Well, we'll call you and you, you're welcome to come back. Yeah, you're we, we welcome will, to help we, any Thanksgiving. <laughs> you're all, yeah, we always could use extra help, particularly people who know people what they're that. doing. Yeah, that's my line. Yeah. <laughs> um, any stories from working in stores like crazy things that may have happened over the holidays that you can remember? Yes. Uh, the first time I was ever the visual manager, there was this like coffee bar below the store where we used to have break every day. And there's like these three surfer barista guys who work there. And I said, hey, do you guys want to help us with holiday installation? And this, this is in San Diego, right? Yeah, because they don't have surfer barista guys here no, in Seattle. No, this is in no. Southern California. And they're like, yeah, what do we have to do? And I'm like, you just have to come in tomorrow night. We'll pay you cash. And he's like, the one guy's like, will you feed us? I go, yeah, we'll feed you. He goes, can we take home the leftovers? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> clearly I could see the driver here. I'm like, you can have whatever's left over because we used to feed everybody around midnight. So they showed up for holiday installation. They had their skateboards, but I just assumed it's because they rode them there. And we had prepped all the holiday about halfway down the mall in this available storage space. So as the store closed, we had to start moving everything, all the decorated trees, all the decorated aisle units that were hanging on rolling racks down all the way from the mall, bring them into the store and then take them to the right floor. So I kind of put those guys in charge of the transportation. And I looked out the mall doors and They had the trees on their skateboards and they were just pushing them like kind of quickly through the mall and the mall was closed. And I was like, well, that seems like that's pretty efficient. Like they're getting down here fast, you know, everything. Well, then we locked the doors after everything got in the store and there's a security guard looking very official walking towards me. And he was like knocking on the thing. He's like, are you in charge here? And my very first time I'm like, yeah, I'm in charge. He's like, motioned to me with his hands and I went out and he walked to me about 500 yards down the mall. All of the ornaments were glass. There was broken glass all over the mall. It was an outdoor (laughs) mall. I just want to mind you guys. And he's like, so do you know what you're doing when you're done? So we got finished around 4.30 in the morning and six of us had brooms as like the sun was coming up in San Diego, sweeping Basically half of the mall, which is like, like a Wait quarter. Wait a minute, you didn't make the skateboard guys go and They helped us. It? They oh, helped okay, us. We good. only could find seven brooms. I remember that specifically <laughs> in the entire store. And there we were just 
insult to injury on top of being so tired, sweeping up glass, which took us like well over. I know it took us way over an hour. That was probably I learned a lot that night. Okay, for so what, what's the lesson learned? Is it have something to do about hiring I think you may, skateboard baristas or yeah, like what? skateboarding is a crime? Um, I think <laughs> that you have to really articulate things like the goal is to get things down here relatively quickly, but undamaged. Okay. It would have been maybe, yeah. but I didn't say that. I'm just like, get all the stuff in the store, you know, because you're just worried about speed. And sometimes that comes at a cost. Yeah. So well, that's, that's my that, lesson. That's a good lesson. <laughs> all right. One thing we still don't know here is, did they end up getting leftover food? All the food, everything that was left over, they took home. I remember specifically it was Italian because it was like in those big, <laughs> you know, aluminum things with lids and they skateboarded away out of the store <laughs> holding these big trays of leftover food. They seemed happy about it. Yeah. That's good. Well, look, you guys do a great job and we get a ton of really nice feedback from customers about it. And the other thing is true is that the employees love it too. It's fun to come to work in a place that feels really festive. And I think it helps really impact the mood. And this year is another example of that the stores look great. Your teams showed up. They, they did an amazing job. And just thanks so much for, first of all, what you do all year long, but particularly in this really critical time when we ask a lot of you and your team, it, it really turned out fantastic. Thanks so much. It's actually our pleasure. We love it. It's a, it's a fun gig and it's unlike anything else. So thanks very much. You know, it never ceases to amaze me what Paige and her team are able to pull off in such a short amount of time. And it really helps to make our stores an inviting destination for what this is ultimately all about, which is transforming our store to a gift-giving destination for customers. So whether you've come to Nordstrom to find that perfect gift for a loved one or just some festive home furnishings for a fantastic holiday party, our next guest is here to make it all easy on you. Hello, Debbie. Hi. Welcome to the Nordy Pod. <laughs> well, thanks, Pete. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit right here. This is Command Central. Wow. So, Debbie Hartley Tree, who's here with us today in the Nordy Pod, whose responsibility is the cosmetics division, the accessory division, handbags, jewelry, all that main floor stuff. Can you talk a little bit about? what you guys have in store for this holiday and what you're excited about? Mm -hmm. We love a good gift set because I think for a customer, when you pull together a gift set and we have so many. Okay, well, so let's define what a gift set great. is for the people that maybe aren't in the know here. Absolutely. So we work with our brand partners and put together holiday programs that have a gift set. So imagine a box, if you will, that already has best of or great items that go together. So you kind of take some of the guesswork out of finding that perfect well, so gift. So like what? There's a perfume, there's a there lipstick. Could be, there could be a, a fragrance. It could have a candle with it. It could be a, a great little um, best of set. So it could be from a brand and they have a, a bronzer, a blush, and a lip. It's all the combinations okay. of great products. So it's taking the guesswork out of your gifts. And so it's done by brands they pull together? Brands, categories, you name it, we have it. So, you know, I, I think about this year and it's not just business as usual. And that's because the last couple of years have been so different. Let's put it that way. How do you view what's happening this holiday that would be different than perhaps the last couple of years? Well, to your point, the last couple of years have been really different for many of us. And I think if I was going to put a spin on this year, I do believe customers are going to come in the store and want to 
touch their gifts and see their gifts and smell their gifts, maybe a little differently than they have in the past, because they want to make sure that it's the perfect gift for the person they're giving it to. And I do think, think there is also a joy of shopping. I do think there's a return of people just coming in, connecting with other people. And maybe that's a little cheesy and maybe no, that is. And I don't isn't. think it is, but it's also, I think there's like a joy of giving thing too, which I think to me that becomes more of an issue when times are difficult. Mm-hmm. Like there's more significance and importance on and thoughtfulness gift. and mm-hmm. gifts. Mm-hmm. So how about as a person, you know, you work for so many years in the beauty department, which yep. is really at the front door of all our stores. What's it like that last week or last couple of days before <laughs> Christmas when that guy comes walking in? It's usually a guy. And it's like they've got that deer in the headlights look and you know they need something. Do you guys talk about that with your staff? Like lean into that, look for that opportunity and take care of that guy? Or like how, how do you think about how to solve that person's problem that moment. We absolutely talk about it. <laughs> and a lot of times it is a guy. I remember vividly 30 something years ago working at Westside, seeing the guy okay. come in. Westside's in LA. Westside's in LA, LA. sorry. Yeah. The store that I started selling in. Yeah. And we were, I think we were closing. I was working Christmas Eve to your point, And I'm standing there at the counter. I worked at the Estee Lauder counter and I can see him running in and we're closing in like 10 minutes. His eyes as big as could be just I need a gift and what can you do for me? And at that point, it's also about making sure it comes together and is wrapped appropriately and is really like they can just get it and go. So I I do appreciate the conversation around that last minute gifting. But, you know, we we rework our floor a little bit to make sure that we've got it all out on the floor, that it's easy to navigate, that it's quick to be able to say who's on your shopping list, what are you looking for, and then just go. Okay, well, let's go back to this customer 30-something years ago in L.A. and he came in. and (laughs) So do you remember what you sold him? I do. And actually, the funny thing is it was not a beauty product. What was it? He was looking for a handbag. So I just jumped across the hard aisle. He needed a bag. I walked over there. I found the bag for him and we ended up wrapping up for his wife. And I got a North <laughs> so box gu- and did, did my thing. I'm guessing he knew he wanted a, ha- wanted a handbag. He but did. after that, he probably didn't know a lot about what, exactly what he wanted. He and, you, and so you had to make a recommendation. And he, I was the first person he saw. I was at the Estee Lauder counter. <laughs> it was right by the door. So he just walked in and locked eyes with me. And you could tell a little bit of fear in his eyes saying, help oh, yeah. me, please help me. I need a handbag. And I didn't just turn and say, well, there's the handbag department. I jumped across the hard aisle and helped him out, wrapped it up. All right. So we're going to use this is a public service announcement for people too. So if you're one of those people and you find yourself even hours before the store closes on Christmas Eve, if you need some help, come in and you'll probably meet someone like Debbie that's going to take good care of you and have good ideas. Anywhere Anywhere in the the store. store. That's great. Hey, thanks so much for talking about holiday and the the memories it evokes for you and, and really, I guess, the behind the scenes view of what we're up to and how we're trying to make it special for customers. So thanks, Debbie. Thanks, Pete. So by now, you've probably picked up on a common theme here, something that I think we can all relate to, which is the inherent busyness surrounding the holidays. For retailers, it means long hours, nonstop problem solving, and often missing out on time with the family. Luckily, we've got a lot of really hardworking individuals that enjoy the excitement and excel at making the holidays a memorable experience for everyone involved. Next up, you'll hear from one such individual with a great lens on employee camaraderie and the joy of helping customers. Though as you'll hear, the added foot traffic can also bring in some real Grinch types with the kind of behavior that attracts the attention of our loss prevention team. So 
We're lucky to have Samantha Scoggins here, who's going to give us a little insight of what it's like to be a department manager at a busy Nordstrom store during the holiday time. So, Samantha, thank you for being here on the Nordy Pod. So, you know, the theme here is holiday. Yeah. And, you know, you've had a, a few holiday seasons under your belt. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like for you? I mean, there's a lot of things going on, right? Yeah. I mean, there's the busyness. You, you're managing a crew and yeah. all that's going on with that and the customers and trying to find gifts. Could just talk a little bit about your experience uh, in the holidays at Nordstrom. Yeah, it's honestly one of my favorite times of the year. I would say any department manager knows that anniversary sale in July and then holiday in December is kind of your two Super Bowls. But holiday is unique because you are wearing just so many hats. I mean, it's a, it's a long, we work long days. We're nine, yeah. 10 hour shifts during the holiday season and sometimes you go five hours before you're sitting down like on a Saturday I'll be come in at noon and it's six o'clock and I realize I haven't had a moment to catch my breath I guess part of it is too there's gonna be some special requests and needs like hey Samantha I really need to leave at this time because this deal is happening so how do you manage all that stuff too and you know extend yourself in a way that allows for some flexibility for people at this busy time. Holiday works when you can still incorporate a work-life balance when your employees are asking for it, right? And part of being a manager is understanding when to give and when to bend on things like that. And at the end of the day, everybody's mental health and the ability to want to come to work happy and healthy is most important. So if I can, you know, extend myself longer and cover somebody's shift for a couple more hours while they have their family time or holiday party or whatever it is that they're going to, then I'm absolutely going to do so. And again, I'm I'm lucky with the team that I have. We'll all kind of cover for each other when that happens. And during the holidays, you have that more so than usual. And you try to be as accommodating as possible because you understand, you know, some of your team is going to have to work on Christmas Eve and some of them won't be able to go back home for their Christmases because, you know, they just can't necessarily. So you just have to balance it. But it, but you do. And it, and it works out. And you have team members who are absolutely willing to kind of share the workload a little bit. Tell me about like just the human side of what it's like, you know, trying to get people connected around all the goodness of what the holidays can be, too. Yeah. And I think it's been really unique since COVID, too, because we didn't know kind of what the Christmas landscape would look like. Our hours were even reduced. I don't think we stayed right. open till eight o'clock. So the overall warm feeling of people being able to connect with other people again, it's really cool to see. You know, you see moms with daughters coming in with their Christmas lists and going through the whole family and the men's department of what people need. And then they're going out to lunch afterwards or out to dinner. It's just fun. It's fun to help people. It's fun to help grandmas come in and, and shop for their grandson where they don't necessarily know the cool trends anymore and and my team is kind of showing them what is cool and fun and unique. So so tell me how many people, I mean like as a percentage come in and are very intentional about what they want. They're very specific and how many people come in and say like, I need help? Yeah, probably 60% of our customers are coming in needing help in some way. Especially for some reason the men's department, everybody seems to be a little bit more dazed and confused. Like <laughs> women women seem to be overwhelmed by it and men are definitely overwhelmed well, by it. <laughs> there's always that deal I get, I've had so many years of this, of watching during the holiday time, particularly as you get closer to, to Christmas, the, the guys panic. come in and there's a bit of panic. You could just panic. see it in their eyes. They start wandering in. I need to buy something for my wife. Can you help me yeah, to yeah. get that and, too? And it's funny because they'll start on the men's floor and they have no purpose being on the men's floor because they really just need the gift. <laughs> they just their know wife. they need help. Yes. So they'll come in wandering and they'll pick up a sweater and be like, hey, what can I help you with? What are you looking for today? 
I'm actually not here for me. I'm here for my wife and she needs this, this and this. And, you know, we all know the store well enough to know where to point people out to or help them along their journey with it. But yeah, oftentimes towards the end, like the last five days, but somehow everything always works out, right? Like we just get what you're looking for. We get your style. We get what your wife's style is, or we look at purchase history for, yeah, get an idea. So you get about the sizes. The sizes, right. Because the men usually don't know the sizes accurately. I'm glad you're there to, to provide help. Yeah. All right. So, Sam, so do you have any funny holiday stories, like stuff that's happened during this time that might be interesting for oh us to hear Oh, my gosh. About? There's so many. I bet you do. You know, we have all sorts of fun customers that come into our store. And with the holidays and the added foot traffic come some of our customers who might not be as friendly, shall we say? Well, they might not be customers. They might not be customers. As my yeah. brother likes to say... That's not a customer. You're a thief. Yeah. No, yeah. So I, this is the story you want to tell, right? So this tell, is the story tell I want to tell. Tell us about the uh, loss prevention story. Yeah. So this was a couple of years ago, and I was the assistant manager of our men's furnishings department at the time, which had all of our backpacks kind of displayed on a wall uh, behind one of our cash registers. And I was standing at the cash register, and all of a sudden, um, this hook, like a fishing hook, comes. Wait, uh, wait. wait. Literally a fishing a, hook? A literal fishing hook comes kind of like flying over to my side of the cash register. <laughs> and I was like, "What? what's going on here? So I look up and I look to kind of see where it's coming from. And I see a man standing. We have these sensor towers that, are, you know, don't go past maybe They're right by the door, five the sensor five. towers. Yeah. yeah. And this man is standing there with a bucket and a fishing rod. And he's casting his line with his hook to try and fish for product, like get his hook to catch onto a product so that he can reel the product in over the sensor towers and it won't alert our loss prevention team uh, that it's there. Okay, so wait a minute. So you see this. So I see it and I'm, me and my team are kind of like, you know, we've seen a lot, right? Like we see a <laughs> lot in retail, but this, this was the first of anything. I couldn't, I couldn't write this even like you, if I hadn't seen it, I would tell me, that I was lying. Did he actually snag a backpack? He and- didn't, but he he snagged like people. Like he wasn't like <laughs> like he was he was his fishing. That's not a good customer experience. Yeah, to it be wasn't great. Snagged so by a hook. I called our shopping. loss prevention team and I said, "Hi, I think we have an individual who's trying to fish for product." And they're like, "What do you mean fish?" I was like, "No, legitimately fishing with a fishing pole and his bucket, and he's standing outside the center towers down by the Metro Tunnel doors." And nobody believed me, right? So our loss prevention manager is is coming down there, and he's just like standing there. And I said, "What are we gonna do?" He goes. I don't know, but this is a first and I kind of want to see if he gets anything. Like, obviously, we're not going to let him leave with it. But if he gets something, that's really kind of impressive, isn't it? And Well, because have, part of the loss prevention, you have to see someone actually take something yes. before you can yeah. really do. I mean, I guess you could stop a guy for casting fishing. a fishing hook right. into a department. Right. But, but you just guys wanted case. to see where this we was We were kind of just fascinated to see if it would work because we've seen a lot of different methods to try and remove product from a department inconspicuously. <laughs> but this was... Next level. I mean, I had we had never seen anything like him. Like, how did you even get in it? You know, you know, he sees that we're all staring and gets a little scared, and so he he wanders off. And so that was it. That was he didn't he so didn't we get didn't, anything. We didn't stop him or anything. He just he, left well, he with saw his fishing us all pole standing there. Yeah, and then he realized that our backpacks were cabled. So if he had actually caught a backpack, the cable would have followed it <laughs> and alerted our loss prevention team. But you know, it's the middle of holiday, so everybody's running around, and we're all just dying because it it's like, what is this? Like that is so. Crazy. Creative, but 
well, so no, crazy. Normally, we don't have that level of appreciation or humor no. or these loss prevention stories, but that's actually pretty funny. It's pretty funny, pretty creative. I've yeah. never seen that since. Um, so hopefully, this doesn't give okay. anybody any ideas. Well, don't, let's but, not give any people any ideas. Yeah, don't yeah. bring in the fishing pole. But that was that was the best one that I've seen, and that was it, you just have to laugh at things like that. You yeah. just have to laugh. All right, Samantha, thanks so much. I really appreciate you taking the time Absolutely. to share some some stories with us, and uh, I wish you all the best. And you know, I, I like seeing you guys down there busy, and uh, we'll keep coming down and checking in on you and seeing how it's going. But thanks uh, for what you've done already, and and obviously what's going to happen here over the next couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. So to combat some of the busyness down on the selling floor, I, along with my niece, Alex, who you met way back in episode two, are headed down to see if we can lend a hand with some incoming online orders. We'll see if we can actually do some good down there. There we go. Typically what happens here is it has to do with buy online, pick up in store, or order pickup. I'm not I'm not a skilled laborer here, so I mean they're gonna have to give me a rudimentary. How are your gift wrapping task. skills? My gift wrapping skills stink. <laughs> Alex, as you might imagine, and you knew from growing up around this, relied heavily on the Nordstrom gift box. It didn't require an yes. overwrap, the silver box with the sleeve. Yes. So pretty much any gift coming from Uncle Pete over the years uh, was in the Nordstrom gift box with the sleeve. Yes, I'm familiar. <laughs> Although I gotta say, the service that we provide here around gift wrapping, if I had known that was available all throughout my life, I would have brought every dang gift from everywhere in here and have it wrapped. <laughs> it is worth it to me to have someone wrap my gifts. Have you gotten your gift for family gift exchange? No. Have you? Yeah. If you have, you're, you are on it. Yeah. You are very prepared. I would say your wife is probably one of the best gift givers. She's a, she's a thoughtful she's a gift giver. She's very thoughtful. Yeah. Every time. It's very specific to the person. She is. No, very I've, special. She definitely takes a yeah. lot of care around all that stuff. Yes. Even when I said, it's good enough, just get it. No, it's, it's always like makes you feel really good because she remembers little things. And, she does. Yeah. I'll tell her that. She'll appreciate it. So up here on the uh, fourth floor of the downtown Seattle store, where we have order pickup, the anticipation now is what are they going to have us do? Hi. What's your name? Taylor. Taylor. So nice to meet so, you. So never mind the giant uh, microphone. Totally fine. So <laughs> do you know Alex? This is my um, niece oh, Alex. Hi, I'm Taylor. So nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you. Thank you for helping us out. We so really Alex works upstairs in men's, she's a buyer in men's. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, I love it. So if you guys want to come back with us, okay, um, we have some devices for you. So I'm already over my head. Okay. They have devices for us, I, and I'm pretty sure I don't know how to work this device. You're really good at technology. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you're better than Dad, so I well, can't really make okay. fun of you. That's not a super high bar, but yes. <laughs> okay, so Taylor, you've brought out a couple of devices that look kind of like a cell phone. Yes. But I know it's going to be more complicated than that. So what, <laughs> what are these devices and what do they do? Okay, so these are devices that we use for multiple departments. We use them for order pickup, we use them for fulfillment, and we also use them for inventory control. So, so basically just keeping track of all the merchandise. Correct, okay. yes. So right. give us a tutorial okay. on these devices. All right, so right now you can see we have um, all these customers on the way for curbside pickup. So oh we don't have to worry about that right now, but they can select an option in the app that says they're on the way. So it does know notify us like who's this coming. One. Well, Correct. they all say on my so, way. Yes, so all those are on their way. When they arrive, it'll 
beep at you and give you notification that they're here and what spot they're in. Okay. Oh wait, we have someone that's installed too. Perfect, you guys want, you want to run a curbside? Yeah. Sure. yeah. All right, so we're gonna claim it. Um, so we're gonna click their name. Whose name, which one? Uh, this the first one, that says this Alex guy. on it. So okay. I click just. Yep, so you're gonna click. Thank God Alex claim. is here. I think I, I said that in the last, the last podcast too. Okay. So you're gonna click claim. Okay. Perfect, okay, and then we're gonna go grab it off the shelf, so. So then we're gonna bring it down. Yeah, I'm excited. Be like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna take the elevator down. So we got one minute to get there. Well, they've been there for one. Oh gosh, all right, yeah. we better go. So how do we know it says which what stall number? Oh, what there it is, stall, yeah. stall two. I use this it. function God, this a lot, and you have to put in what color car, what size car. All right, you guys got it down, that's good. All right. Yes. We got a chaperone going out here so we don't blow it. All right, here we go. <laughs> don't mess this up. All right, so let's see. Stall white two, SUV. white yeah. car, that's it. You gotta be Joseph. That's me. Fantastic. Yeah, what's going on? Can we, oh no, we, we got your stuff. We got your Can we stuff. just see yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're training. It's a group. Oh, okay. Can we just, see she wants to make sure ID? we're not screwing yeah, it up. Yeah, she wants to make sure we're doing it correctly. Oh, my name's on this. <laughs> you have an extra special order. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you are not in trouble. We no, might be in trouble. No, we might be in trouble. <laughs> I'll just take it. Take it, perfect. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much. Thank you. Happy holidays. You did it, guys. God, success. I know. Actually, it's kind of fun doing that. What's striking to me is how much more automated this all is, because it used to be a very manual situation that if a customer needed something, we would drive it to their house and you would turn in your special activity timesheet to get paid for your mileage or what have you. But particularly on holiday times, bringing something to someone's house was very much appreciated. So yeah, I did that a lot. Driving something to a customer? Yeah. Dad did that for me once. I was working and a man who was a Green Beret called and he was overseas and he wasn't able to be there for his anniversary for his wife. Yeah. So he asked me to pick out a dress for her. So I picked out a dress for her and I was gonna, I told him I would drive it to his wife after work. Yeah. And I told dad that, but I was ending work late and, and dad got really excited. He's like, I'll drive it to her. So he wow. drove this woman's anniversary present over to her house. That's one of my favorites. That is a good story. Okay, let's see here. We have a curbside. You want to run one? Yeah, we want to run a curbside down. All right, down. sounds good. Let me grab it. Hopefully, um, we will look a little more natural this time. <laughs> you won't feel like something's wrong. All right. It's a massive candle. Not here. Oh, no. So do we have to go down there and tell them we can't find it? Is that what we no, have to do? We'll find it. Oh, found it. Uncle Pete found it. All right. Thank goodness. All right. <laughs> it is awesome. Here, I'll carry it, Alex. Okay, let's go. This candle's got to weigh 15 pounds. I'm not joking. It's pretty big. <laughs> so it's just a black sedan. Black I'll look sedan. for it. Sounds mysterious. <laughs> All right. It's probably back there. Okay, we got three black sedans here. Usually it's one of the two at the end if they looking, can't have a number. Looking for Jeffrey. Jeffrey, all right. We found it. Nice. Yeah. Big candle. It, yes. That is a hearty candle right there. <laughs> we love them. We have so many of them. Yeah? This is the all black one. That's going to be awesome. What do you need off my thing here? What do we need? We need. your order number or your ID? Okay. That's him. All right. Hey, thanks guys. so much. Thank you. Have a Happy great day. Happy holidays.
You know, like most of the things I've learned when I go on the floor and see the actual process, gives me appreciation. It, and it's also, things are complicated, they're difficult, which makes me appreciate also the value of technology and process so that these guys are able to do their job well. That's a good reminder. All right. All right, thank you guys so much. You knocked it I feel out. like we added some value. Maybe you not. You definitely we're did. Not we the really fastest. appreciate it. My I shouldn't team's say nodding. We. I should My say team's I nodding behind you. They're like, yes, that was a big help. Have we added value? Yeah. Okay, good. All of us in the store to help a lot. But I have an appreciation for what you do, so thank you for doing it. Oh, thank absolutely. you so much. And happy holidays to happy you. Happy holidays to you guys okay. as well. Thanks. There's your device. Thank you. We did it. So, Alex, thanks for doing this with me. That was helpful because honestly, Without your help, I think I would have been in even more trouble down there, but it was nice to have a partner. Thanks for doing this. And um, if I don't see you before, I'll for sure see you at Christmas time. See you at Christmas. Okay, thanks Alex. Thank you. All right, so you know, we're, we're trying to, to squeeze in a celebrity special guest. And when you do that, you've got to work with their schedule. So we're here waiting for uh, our special celebrity guest to show up. But wait a minute. Is he coming now, Kent? Can you see him? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so here he is, the big guy himself. Santa, thanks so much for joining me today. Ho, 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 ho. It's truly my pleasure, and thanks for having me, Pete. Uh, I hope this interview goes really quickly because I've got a lot of kids that, <laughs> that want to see me. So. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. We'll try not to keep you too long. Thanks so much for being here. You're welcome. So, Santa, i got to imagine for you, it's really a great time of year to actually get a chance to be face-to-face with people and the kids. You know, you're up there in North Pole, and you don't have all that kind of contact. And then, you know, so many people think what Santa's thing is all about is that Christmas morning, Christmas day thing where you're delivering the presents. But talk a little bit about the connection with people and what that's like for you. Pete, it's the most important. Uh, the kids are just absolutely amazing. I think the one that I strive for is the five and the six-year-olds. They can't believe they're talking to the real Santa and you're right in their eyes and you're eyeball to eyeball and you ask them what they want for Christmas and they melt and can't remember. <laughs> that is a riot. Yeah. That, that just... Are the parents just kind of nervous and sweating when this is happening? makes my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, my own kids going through this, I wanted you to talk a little bit about this, though, too. You know, when they're like two and three and four, Santa is often terrifying. So what, how do you deal with that? It's a challenge. Yeah. And the question is, tears or no tears? Some parents do not want their little cherub to cry. And... <laughs> If tears are okay, it's drop and run. Uh, (laughs) My kids once, we had to do the sneak attack, right? Where they're like, they're sitting in the chair and Santa goes away and all of a sudden he comes up from behind. Bye-bye, Santa. It sounds like that. You you must do that too. I get up out of the chair, go feed my reindeer, and they sit the kid or kids in the chair. And I sneak around from behind them, get over the chair, my elbows on the back of the chair. I'm looking at the camera and they take the picture. Every once in a while, the kid makes me, and it's it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> so, Santa, how do you deal with a kid that becomes kind of a cynical non-believer? <laughs> well, I I just I'm quite frank with him. I say, hey, listen, you can ignore me now, and I'll ignore you later. And <laughs> that's, that's probably effective. The, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, one of the things that happens, obviously, you've got the kids and you've got families. But then you also occasionally, I, I've seen down there, you get the adults that want to come in. It's like the ladies that are on a shopping excursion. They maybe have had a few drinks here at the store, and they're going to go sit on Santa's lap. And then that, that happen? they do all the time. <laughs> so how's that? <laughs> Sometimes that's a little crazy. Uh, and I've told Mrs. Claus that uh, sometimes they quote-unquote feel me up on the back and they're rubbing my back and it, it, see it gets, now this is a whole new story it this gets very friendly some... <laughs> <laughs> well who doesn't like santa i mean that's you know true. that's how it goes there was one too that I, I had this family i mean it was a whole family it was little kids mom and dad grandma of course when you're asking anybody what they want for christmas you start with a little one and work your way up and i got to grandma she was the last one and i says grandma what do you want from Santa? She says, oh, Santa, you got what I want. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. There you are. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask my next question, and maybe there's, we can go on that, uh, that vein a little bit. But like, what are some of the oddest requests that you remember getting people asking what they want for Christmas? Well, this week I got a very interesting one. It was really kind of cute. It was somebody wanted a birdbath. Okay. A kid wanted a bird bath? A kid wanted a bird bath. That's probably easier than some of the technological <laughs> challenges you're probably dealing with up there in the North Pole. Do you have any, uh, you know, just in your Nordstrom experience, do you have any things that really stood out that have been particularly heartwarming? Yes, there have been a number of them. And one of them was I was asked to come in to deal with a young lady coming to me from Make-A-Wish. She was about eight or nine, and I was sitting up on the fifth floor away from the crowd, and they came up the freight elevator, and she was wheeled in the fifth floor on the gurney, and she stopped them. And she says, I want to walk from here. She walked towards me, which is a distance, oh, 100 feet or so. She came in, we got her on her lap, and apparently she had some heart throb, and he was an entertainer. But Nordstrom Management got wind of this, and they went out into Seattle to find this guy's full-sized cardboard cutout of this guy. It was <laughs> unreal. And she came in, and we, we had this great talk, and we got together, and I just loved her. She was just absolutely wonderful. Then the store people gave her these gifts that came in, and, and she was just thrilled. And then when we were able to say goodbye, she got up and she was extremely wobbly. They put her in a wheelchair to take her over to the gurney. So it was tough. It yeah. was tough for me. It's tough for me even talking about it. But what a great, what yeah. a great lady. And I can't say enough about the store and their people and how they supported that. Oh, thanks so much. Fantastic. No, it's um, if we're going to do it, we're going all the way with it. And um, you've been so great to, to be here and be part of it. So, so Santa, you're in huge demand. I just want to tell you how appreciative we are that you've chosen Nordstrom. I'm just kind of curious of all the places you could be doing what you're doing that, that you've chosen Nordstrom. Why is that? Well, clearly Nordstrom has the reputation. It's just an ideal place to work. And the people and the staff and everybody are just so helpful and supportive of the things that I do. I can't do it all myself. Somebody has to hand out candy canes. Somebody handles the cookies and the cider. Somebody gets the kids in line. Somebody takes the picture. Somebody passes pictures out. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that nobody sees. And, and it, it just doesn't get any better. 
Pardon you know, me. that must be a call from the North Pole saying, what is that? Is that your ringtone from the North Pole? <laughs> Thank you, Pete. I appreciate that. <laughs> and and I told my elves that I was going to be tied up. And uh, <laughs> Tell them you'll be there in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> Hey, look, you've been super generous with your time. Really appreciate it, Santa. And I just appreciate the, the work you, you do on our behalf. And I get a feeling here that um, you're needed someplace else. And so I, I got to let you go before uh, the elves come up here and escort you back downstairs. So thanks again for being on the Nordy Pod, it's, Santa. It's always a pleasure. So, yeah. yes, I need to go down and take care of the kids. And so I want to wish everybody Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks, everybody. Well, that's the show. Thanks for joining us for a little holiday fun. We've had a lot of fun putting together the Nordy Pod show over this last year, and we hope you keep listening because we've got a lot of great guests coming up in the new year. You know, I'm going to do something now that I probably should have done before and don't do often enough, and that's appreciate and recognize all the people involved with the Nordy Pod. So I want to start by thanking my buddy Sam Jones for helping me get the Nordy Pod up on its feet and continuing to make it great. Nathan Shields, who produces and edits the show, Kent Worthington and Ramon Barajas, who assists with recording, and Ryan Short, who helps with all kinds of administrative tasks. And Sharon Ovens, my executive assistant, who does so much work for the show, and I'm sure had no idea she was getting an entirely new job when we started this thing. And a huge thanks to all the guests who have agreed to come on the show and shared their stories. Lastly, I want to thank you, the listeners. We're so happy that you've chosen Nordstrom time and time again, and I appreciate you tuning in and showing your support by listening to the show, and also all your great feedback. So from all of us here at Nordstrom, Happy holidays. We'll see you next year.